1: Alex meet for the very first time Justin. Hello, Justin. <laughs> nice to meet you. Okay, I'm Mindy. I'm Miguel. Nice Miguel, to nice to meet you. Deep breath. We got this. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. We got
2: this. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. It's the Married at First Sight edition. I'm your co host, John, here with my wife and co host, it's the one and only Teresa.
3: Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing?
2: I'm doing pretty good because I didn't know if we would be sitting here right now. That's
3: right. Guys, for those who don't know, we live in the Sunshine State, a.k.a. Florida, who just got hit by a massive hurricane, Ian. Luckily for us, we were not affected. People around us lost power. 30 minutes down, it's flooded but we get very lucky and so we're here podcasting and thinking of everyone who did get affected guys we're with you thinking about you stay strong
2: yeah and and thank you guys for those of you who reached out to us a bunch of you guys know we live in florida and a bunch of you guys checked in on us so thank you for that as teresa said we got very lucky very lucky (laughs) watching the news all day yeah it's uh it's real out there, but for some reason it's skirted around us. And so, yeah, hoping for a quick recovery and quick restoration for everyone who was affected. Yes. And yeah, thank you guys again for checking in. And on that note, let's, let's move to sunnier pastures and, and talk about what we're here to talk about.
3: Let's do this. Let's not talk about Ian. Let's talk about all these crazy people. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Before we do, a little bit of housekeeping here. If you want, you can follow us on Instagram. We think you should. There's a lot of news over there. There's some memes over there. You guys message us over there. So it's a good time at Married Reality Pod on Instagram. Come over, hang out with us. Also, it's a good time on Patreon. Patreon.com slash We're covering a single life over there. We got bonuses over there. We just put up three parts of Love is Blind After the Altar.
3: And the best time to sign up is, drum roll please.
1: Oh <laughs> It's boy. really hard
3: to do one ha- with one oh hand. Boy. It's tomorrow guys because tomorrow is October 1st.
2: That's not true.
3: It is true. What are you talking about?
2: No, it's not.
3: Tomorrow's October 1st.
2: I don't think it is. Look
3: at your calendar.
2: Yeah, I don't have one in front of me. Why don't you look at your calendar?
3: I'm going to look at my calendar. Tomorrow is September 30th. I'll take (laughs) it back. (laughs) On Saturday is the best time to sign up.
2: Here's. I don't know (laughs) if I should announce this just yet because I haven't hit the switch on it. Okay. But Patreon made a change. Uh. so that you'll have the ability to sign up whenever you want, and then you'll get charged your reoccurring monthly payment on that date. So it will no longer be. Uh. But don't don't sign up just yet, guys, if it's not October 1st yet, for you, because I have to hit the switch on that. I have to allow Patreon to make that change for us. But I'll do that so that in the coming months, whether you sign up the 1st or the 29th, you'll get charged your monthly renewal on that same day. That
3: makes a lot of sense. It makes so sense. much
2: sense. I don't know why Patreon yeah. hasn't done that from the Patreon. beginning.
3: But right now, guys, don't sign up tomorrow because it's just two days away. Sign up on Saturday because October that's October 1st. October 1st is my one of my favorite months. It's Halloween month. It's going to be so much fun. We may October, dress up.
2: October 1st is your favorite month? October. Okay.
3: Favorite month October first, the best time to sign up for a Patreon. Halloween's coming up. We have another bonus for October. the family affair yes. for October. Maybe we'll drop a Halloween bonus. Who oh, knows? Maybe
2: we'll be in costume.
3: That's what I just said. Oh. So a lot is happening, guys. A lot is happening. Come over and join the fun.
2: Patreon.com slash Married to Reality. Yes, as I said, the single life is there. And also we did our bonus of Real Girlfriends in Paris. And also, as I said before, Love is Blind after the author is up And
3: there. I feel like the best way to do this is like when you do adjust the switch, let's post about it on Instagram so people know. Yeah,
2: we well, definitely. I'll make yeah, that Yeah, we will, guys. All right. I didn't want to do anything funny towards the end of the month. So I figured let me wait until the new month and then I'll make the switch. But all right. That is (laughs) that is to come. We'll see you guys over on Patreon. Also, make sure you guys are following this podcast wherever you're listening. It's so easy to do. All you have to do is look down and smash that follow button.
3: Guys, smash it like it's as hard as the drama on this episode because Hmm. it was amazing.
2: Hmm kind of phone that one and didn't you Teresa? oh i
3: didn't i thought well, of it i mean i mean you know. tell me something that was hot on this episode in the drama well, three g- two one go give me a no
2: this is not my job i have i have ninety ninety four 94 oh, other that's tasks. why
3: it's my job and that's what i came up with so just accept know, it and but move th- on
2: that's that's almost as weak as saying smash it like it's as hot as this episode
3: no you got, you I, got a, I didn't say that i
2: want you to drill down and give me an example of some heat Give me some hotness. I feel like you're just you're, you. You took the easy way out with this no, one. No, I didn't. I know we have a hurricane and, and we're thinking about other things and dealing with other things, but I feel like you kind of phoned it in.
3: No, I did not. And I <laughs> am mad at you for thinking that. So watch watch your bag when you do your segment because I'm gonna tear, have, tear it apart. I
2: want to have a segment on Wait this. Wait for spot.
3: Monday. I'm gonna tear I'm gonna tear your little <laughs> by the way segment apart.
2: <laughs> I was just expecting more because I asked you. I said, "Hey, do you have a bot? Or not? Do you have a smash? It like and it's I told you, do. You're like, you're like, I sure do. Yes. And I was expecting something more specific, but yes, smash it like as hot as the uh, drama, guys.
3: Guys, mm. I had to, I had to show you who the boss is on this podcast. <laughs> I'm glad, it like I'm glad, I could. <laughs> I could show you. All All right, guys. I mean, I could show you.
2: Oh, my gosh. Smash (laughs) like is as hot as the drama. All right. And last but not least, please leave a review if you haven't. We love when you guys send those reviews. And if it's a five-star review, we will read it on the Monday podcast, the 90-day podcast that I promise Teresa won't tear into me when I read the review, only during my segment. Yeah, your segment's
3: going down. (laughs) All right. Jeez, take it easy over
2: there. All right. Can we do this? Can we talk about this episode, season 15, episode 13 of Married at First Sight?
3: Let's do this and let's start with one of my favorites, if not my
2: favorite. <laughs> I don't know why I'm in like a giggly mood, but <laughs> I feel like it's because we always, we're like, oh, well, these are one of my favorite. These are one of my favorites. They, these, they're probably my favorite couple. Yeah, I, for I sure. think they're getting more screen time than most because I think they're everyone's favorite couple for some weird reason. Kristen and Mitch. This is who we're talking about. Yes. Kristen and Mitch. They're lovable. They're hateable. Yeah. You're cheering for them, but you're also rooting against them. It just brings out all the emotions. They're
3: everything. They're the all American couple. Is they're that the, what it means being all American? That you're they're all definitely of?
2: not all American.
3: So what's all American? I all never American
2: understood. Is, all American is the stereotypical what you would think of when you think of the. The most generic, basic, 2.5 kids in a dog named Spot, White Picket Fence. Dog named what? Spot. Just like your most basic name.
3: Is that the most basic dog Spot? name?
2: Spot. They say it is. Who
3: said? Uh, I've never met a dog whose <laughs> name was Spot. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, it's a terrible dog I name. I feel
3: like the, like the typical dog name is like Jerry. No. No?
2: A typical dog name would be... Bark. Um, no. I don't know. Like, what's like a typical, like, Mike is your most common yeah. guy name?
3: I think a typical dog name is like. I'm uh, like
2: missing it. Like, Lassie. Lassie is a famous dog.
3: <laughs> the, now I don't know. Uh, Beethoven. And now now just, I'm just naming famous dogs. Yeah.
2: What's the most common? Jekyll. <laughs> Jekyll? Yeah. What's the most common dog name? No way.
3: Tell me. Is it Spock? How do we
2: not guess one of the dogs that are on this show?
3: Oh, is it Luna? It's Luna. What?
2: Luna is the most popular name for dogs in, in 35 states.
3: Jesus.
2: Yeah. Bailey is very popular.
3: I can see Bailey. Yeah. I know I, a Bailey. Yeah. Max. Yeah, I can see that.
2: Bella, Lucy. Buddy. Yeah, I know Buddy someone whose,
3: name, whose dog's name is Lucy.
2: Yeah. Interesting.
3: Buddy that's a horrible name.
2: Anyway, oh, all right. All right. Here we go.
3: I feel like if we have a dog, when we get a dog, I'm, we're going to name him Kevin. No. Why not?
2: Because I'll just think of Kevin from The Office.
3: You have, you have a Kevin in The Office? No,
2: from The <laughs> Office.
3: <laughs> all right. We'll discuss.
2: Let's move on. Let's talk about Kristen and Mitch. Mitch isn't a bad name for a dog. Mitch. He is a bitch. Yeah, Mitch. I still come think here, Mitch. I think it's pretty yeah.
3: Good. I think it's a dog name. What's the real? What's, <laughs> Mitchell. His real name is Mitchell, right?
2: I don't know if it is. It's but, not Mitch. No, I think I think the full name would be Mitchell. But Mitch is a good dog name. Not it's, that I would. Yeah. Name it, Mitch. I
3: but. can see Mitch being uh, a little skinny with long legs, just a like running around a dog. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay. Just
3: like um, being being semi swell, okay. but maybe semi swell when it comes to personality. I can see Mitch being a bitch.
2: Okay, can we talk about the show?
3: Sure, we <laughs> are talking about a show.
2: Let's talk about Kristen meeting with <laughs> Stephanie, who is Mitch's sister in law. I don't know. Don't you feel like we're getting a lot of these meetings this season, and nothing a ever? A lot happened? of meetings. Why?
3: I don't I, know. I,
2: have a conversation with your spouse. Stop talking to their friends and family.
3: Yeah, because. I feel like this, this one backfired for Mitch. Well,
2: nothing happens. There's, there's nothing ever comes of it. No one ever has a good piece of advice. The best piece of advice is always like, you should probably talk to them. It's like, yeah, you should probably talk to them instead of talking to their friends.
3: Yeah. I feel like they're just trying to spice it out to come up with something new each season. But, ah, yeah, I don't love this. Like, I would prefer them being more involved with the experts, I guess. Talk
2: to the experts. Yeah. Have more activities or something. But every other episode, we're talking to a family member. We're talking to a friend. We're talking to the other contestants. Like, talk to your spouse.
3: I honestly, I wish they brought back the, all right, let's look at our money and let's look at what we can afford and let's find it. I thought it was amazing, but I'm sure that there are issues. They had to find a house for only two months. Not every right. house will be available. But I mean maybe they can make a deal with Airbnb or VRBO that's very or true. something. Like let's because now they all live and I get it, they all have the same chance. Like Mitch and Kristen wouldn't live like this.
2: But that's not realistic then either. So, I know. So to to my point last week about like introducing a baby to spice things up you're not setting up realistic stakes for these couples when you put them all in this luxury apartment that's not what Mitch and Kristen are gonna live in and Nate and Stasha will live in a nicer place yeah and so it's it's just for TV's sake and yeah I don't know why
3: I think it saves some money because again if they have to hunt houses down and all that, there must be way more coordination behind the scenes. Oh,
2: it it for sure saves money because I'm sure the the participants, the couples were not paying no. for the rental. No. It was just what could we afford if we were to pay for it? Oh, we could afford 1200 a month. Okay, production pays for that. I'm sure production's getting a way better deal. yeah, to get this apartment to you know to the room block.
3: I mean, they advertise it a lot, right. so I'm sure they don't pay anything.
2: That's a good point, too. But,
3: yeah, for the houses before, yeah, I don't think the couple's paid, but I just love the idea to see, like, all right, like, right, let's see how much we each make and what we can afford. I want to see that, too. Yeah. I think it makes it more interesting and more real.
2: Yeah, but, okay, we're, we're with Stephanie, we're with Kristen. The only thing that kind of helped in this meeting was that Stephanie also – had to learn to deal with Mitch's ways. I
3: mean, who hasn't?
2: Right. It seems like everyone who comes into contact with Mitch has to adapt to him. It doesn't seem like Mitch does much adapting. People have to learn how to deal with his eco-friendly ways.
3: Yeah. And I almost feel like if Mitch really is so stubborn on this topic of environmentalism and no plastic and no paper towels and no makeup and all this, right? Yeah. That's very specific. And alright, that's your personality. You're trying to save the world world, damn it. Find someone who's very similar. Going on a show like this, where the chances are that you won't find someone like this. Maybe you find someone who recycles, which is not enough for you, right? Why would you go on a show like this?
2: Yeah, we didn't watch the before-this-season no. episodes, like the getting ready for San Diego because we were traveling. But I wonder how much emphasis Mitch put on environmentalism when he was meeting with the experts because it doesn't seem like he put much, and you guys can call in and let us know if they addressed it on those early episodes. But this seems like it's the most important thing. Like, one, uh... Girl, okay, two, she should want to save the planet. And, like, everything else is after that.
3: I think he did put a lot of emphasis on it. However, I think the experts probably thought, all right, it's too much. He needs someone who's going to balance him out, someone who's willing to, someone who recycles.
2: That'd be like someone who's a vegan, and then the experts being like, well, we're going to put him with a hunter. Because we think they're too extreme. It's like no, some of these beliefs are ingrained and <laughs> in, in they're their core values, and you're not going to change them. It's not like someone who doesn't want to have I don't know go out on the weekends. Like well, we think it'd be good if they got out of their comfort zone. It's like no, I think this-
3: someone st- sometimes they do it. There was this redhead in Texas who was very liberal. They put her together with this boring gun enthusiast, Or like he was a hunter. He has yeah. guns. That would very think- different political views. You cannot change it for love, come on. Unless you meet somewhere, you slowly get to know each other, you learn to accept the other person. If you're put into the scenario and all of a sudden the person is so different that you just cannot, it's not going to work. And this is the same thing with Mitch. Like if Mitch was more so like, you know what? I'm trying to save the planet. If you could recycle, it would be amazing. But, you know, you want to do flip houses. Awesome. I support you. You want to have your ice latte. Go for a girlfriend. You work hard. That would be one thing. The yeah. fact that he's so like, yeah, you know, like, I'm okay with your lattes as long as you don't forget your re- recyclable cup. That's just ridiculous.
2: Reusable cup. Don't, yes. don't recycle it. Yeah. So you've moved on to the the Dr. Pepper meeting. They go and they talk to DP and Kristen of course brings up how Mitch is an advocate for the environment, which she says is wonderful, but it's making her uncomfortable where she, this is the thing is he's not really changing much at all. And this is what I was saying when Kristen was talking to Stephanie, she didn't really change at all. She just had to learn to deal with Mitch. Kristen, is having to make all the sacrifices.
3: Well, luckily for Stephanie, she's the sister-in-law. If she doesn't, if she puts the makeup on or she does something which she doesn't like, it doesn't matter. He can have an opinion. They can argue, but he's not going to change the way she is, right? Sure. Kristen is his wife. That's a whole different story.
2: But why should she have to bend so much. He's. It doesn't Kristen? seem like he's doing any bending.
3: Oh, she should not bend at all.
2: No, she could bend a little. There's that compromise. It's one of our three C's. There's a yes. happy medium. She can bend a
0: little.
3: But that's why I said she doesn't need to bend at all is because she's already bending. She's already doing a lot. But it's not enough for him. And I feel like every single time we have a new episode, he comes up with something else that bugs him that ties into this whole thing of being so pro-planet, which, again, it's a good thing, but to a certain level. Or, dude, just find someone who is so passionate, as passionate as you, so you guys can make it work because... If you're not willing to compromise with her on things like, oh, yeah, she loves her iced coffee. Who doesn't, right? Mm -hmm. Then that's not going to fly.
2: Yeah. Well, the bigger issue is when DP brings up, is there anything about Mitch's values that would keep you from being happy? And DP knows what she's asking. She She's oh, a lawyer. Yeah. She's a lawyer. You don't ask questions if you don't know the answer. She's
3: not a lawyer, is she?
2: No, but that's like the classic oh. lawyer rule is don't ask a question you don't know the answer to or you're going to be standing there in the middle of court going, all right, wasn't well, prepared for that. You have to know the answer of the question you're asking, right? She knows the answer when she says, is there anything that Mitch's values are kind of getting in the way of preventing you from being happy? And Kristen brings up her dream of flipping houses.
3: And I think it must be her dream because. Ah, it's not her dream. It's been brought up so many times. Listen, dream or not dream, I don't think it's like her saying, let's pollute the ocean for fun. She wants to flip houses. Yeah. I, I get Mitch's perspective on yes, apparently San Diego is super expensive and. As he said, the rich are moving in and pushing other people out. Yes, the housing market is crushing everywhere. Yeah. I know California's a different animal, but on the same time, he's saying, yes, some people might afford it a non-flipped house, but then they would need to put work in it if she wants to flip no,
2: it. No, not necessarily. You don't think so? Uh, it's not like you're taking a dilapidated home, a home that's uninhabitable and making it habitable you're taking a older outdated home that some people would be perfectly happy with to renovate over time and flipping it all at once and then reselling it for how many more percentage points i don't know but a lot
3: yeah true but it's she's not gonna be a flipping factory so not gonna be buying out blocks of houses
2: no i agree with her i'm team i'm team yeah this dream i'm dream team but i just don't think it's her dream i think it seems like it's a new dream a new idea, maybe, but
3: I yes, and it's the same thing. It's like now, here is an idea would he be okay if she purchased, I don't know, a house or two and run it as an Airbnb? Would mm. that be more sustainable? That's, for a, Mitch? that's
2: an interesting thought
3: because you can make decent, especially in San Diego, if you for buy sure. a decent property that's you own it and so you can run it on VRBO or Airbnb not a sponsor, unfortunately, then you can also make a lot of money while keeping your day job. So I'm just curious, would that be better for Mitch or would he still find an issue with it?
2: Well, I think there are a lot of issues with the Airbnb. Well, there because, are. Because everyone who has extra money is going and buying these homes up just so they can use them as income properties.
3: Yes, and apparently it's a, it's such a big issue in Prague to the point that most of the city or like a lot of apartments within the city are on Airbnb now. Mm-hmm. And they're non-affordable for Czech people, but they bring tourists in, right? Right. So I feel like they're trying to like regulate Airbnbs in the city because of this issue.
2: Yeah. Well, so they talk about this and DP says, you know, there's a way to not put all of society's problems on Kristen's shoulder. Kind of what you're saying. She's not going out there and doing a flipping yeah. factory. She she alone is not going to solve yeah. or cause society's problems.
3: Exactly. And
2: Mitch starts going on about, well, there's always a dark side to everything we do. And he's like, can you deal with me bringing up the dark sides of these choices if you choose to make them?
3: And this is where Kristen said, well, there is one last thing I have a problem with. Oh I don't know. I don't know if I can take it, Mitch. I don't know if I can take it either, Mitch. Like, he—I don't think he understands our three Cs.
2: He understands the copulation they have. Well,
3: kind of. He he keeps joking while he's doing it, so I don't think he understands. Well, they've
2: banged it out. He—I would say their communication isn't terrible. It's not good, but it's not terrible. I think
3: it's okay because they actually do talk without—I mean, yes, they get mad or Kristen gets frustrated, but they talk—
2: yeah, but it's, yes. just the comp- it's the compromise. Yeah, which is, it's on Mitch. It's, a comp- it's, it's an issue because it's only been, I don't know, six weeks. And Kristen's already feeling like, I don't know if I can continue with this because of Mitch's stubborn ways. And that's, that's too early in a relationship to feel that way. You ne- there does need to be compromise mm-hmm. if you're going to be happy and you're going to be able to progress yeah. As a couple, both of you guys need to figure out a way to get your way, not just one person. Yeah. Um. So DP says, well, think about the growth you've already had, Kristen. Like you've gone from this place of almost calling it quits because on the honeymoon, you learned that Mitch wasn't into it. And now you've grown from that. Why wouldn't there be more growth?
3: I think that... Whatever's going on now, every single time Mitch does something or has an issue with something, she's bothered by it. Plus, the what happened on the honeymoon, she won't forget. I no, know she. They had a nice time at the beach, and she said forgotten. It will never be forgotten. She's a woman. She's a good-looking woman, and she was told that someone's not attracted to her. Like she's like, nah. Like, she will not forget that because that wasn't a random well, dude she met. <laughs> she met at the bar. Someone she married who told her these two days in. She won't forget. She
2: definitely this. won't forget after this episode either. Because it wasn't a one and done comment. Oh,
3: no. That, oh, like, and... comment's there to haunt. I feel like Mitch... Yeah, someone a long time ago should have thought, Mitch, how to communicate properly mm. with the opposite sex or in general.
1: Uh,
2: yeah, okay. Um...
3: I was just going to add this. I would love to sit down with Mitch and talk about about this whole environmental thing because I'm very curious on what he would accept and what he wouldn't. Because there are so many things out there that can look and be sustainable for one person, but absolutely unsustainable for the other. Like what? Like owning a cow. A cow? Yeah, you have a cow, right? You get the milk, she hangs out, or she snacks on the grass, right? Yeah. So it's a positive thing, but well, then the as some people might is say, yeah. Terrible, yeah. Yeah. So is, is having a cow a positive thing or not? Mm. Having chicken, it's, you know, farming, you're being organic, it's go, go planet. Or is yeah. it, oh, farming, no good, no good, you're polluting the planet. Mm-hmm. What, what is it? Mm. Call well, in. You, you
2: talk to Mitch and you let me know. <laughs> um, he does. Mitch has one question though, while they're with DP and wonders now. Where they where they sit today, what does decision mean? To Kristen, because she made that statement, oh, if we don't have I love you or sex or whatever before decision day, it's going to be a no for me. And Kristen says, well, I made that declaration the day after you told me you weren't attracted to me, but we have made progress. So I look at decision day differently now. Mm-hmm. I just want you to be committed to trying to fall in love with me I want you to be open to getting there. And if that's the case, then I think we can move forward, right?
3: Yes. And Mitch feels the same. He feels like he doesn't need to have, I love you, but he wants to see that there is a potential for the future.
2: Yes. So things seem to be good after this meeting, but I don't know really what was resolved. They, they had the same conversations they've always had with no resolution. Yeah, it wasn't like sure go follow your dream, go flip that house, or yeah, I'll I'll ease up or anything. But now they're like, okay, we're happy.
3: Kind of, but I feel like it's getting to the point, and I think you brought it up episodes ago. When they're eating this good-looking Asian food, which I'm like, okay, I would, I would eat. Are we now at the back of the apartment? We're back in the apartment. Yes. You're like traveling with me. I'm just like.
2: Well, you're not, <laughs> you're not taking me there. I'm confused. You're talking in different tenses. Your past tense, now your present tense.
3: When was I past you're tense? You're like, you
2: talked about this episodes ago, and now.
3: Oh, oh, I. Yes. Sometimes I don't express myself properly, I guess. But talking about the slurping, right? They're oh back gosh. in the apartment, they're eating Asian food. He is slurping like a crazy person. But would it be that bad if things were going well?
2: Uh, yeah, that's a that's a non-negotiable for me. That that is one of those things though, where at the end of your rope, the littlest that's the littlest thing can really set you up. I mean, this was aggressive. This was aggressive <laughs> slurping, right?
3: It was. But what I'm saying is that if everything was amazing, she would be like, I don't think she would even hear it.
2: Oh, uh, I don't know.
3: I mean, we all heard it, but yeah, that was definitely one of the things that like she's. Mad at him over all these things, talking about how, all right, let's be positive and let's try our best. Yeah. And he started slurping.
2: It's insanity. I'm not even going to do the noise because I don't want to upset you guys wearing earbuds, but it was aggressive.
3: Very aggressive. It was
2: cringy every time, although hilarious. And they're talking more about Mitch's extremism. And it turns out he is, I guess, somewhat easing off on his environmental ways in this circumstance because they live in this rental apartment, not their actual home. So he's not going as hard as he usually does.
3: Well, I'm sure he signed some contracts to participate in this. Okay. didn't? Am I, like, he couldn't be like, okay, I'll marry her, but I'm not living in this unsustainable no, 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 apartment.
2: no, 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 no. He normally doesn't use paper towels. Yeah. I don't think there was any any clause in the contract that said you can't use True. towels.
3: And he's eating from these styrofoam boxes. I mean, that's so not yeah. good for the planet. Yeah. It's banned in some states. That's how bad those boxes are. So, yeah, I don't know.
2: But that's what, that's what he says here is, you know, in my day-to-day life, I, I don't use paper towels. I use cloths and I wash them
3: yeah i don't think he washes them too often like i saw his apartment uh,
2: do you think he uses toilet paper
3: uh, i would hope so he
2: might use a rag what yeah he could use a rag and wash like, like a leaf no that would be a leaf a rag
3: i don't know what that is
2: a rag like a cloth he could use oh,
3: a, ew. yes no he
2: could he yeah. might if he doesn't Maybe
3: use he has a. oh a bidet. The, bidet
1: oh yeah. he,
2: might, he might use a bidet that'd be smart um, so they're, they're talking about this and you're right. I think Kristen is getting nervous and anxious and more annoyed with his habits. And finally she's like, do you always eat like this? Am I just noticing this? Like what is going on with this slurping? It, it, it's un- like anything I'd ever heard before.
3: I remember once when I was a kid, I was eating spaghetti with ketchup and cheese, classic dinner in the Czech Republic when mm-hmm. parents don't have time. And I was slurping on my spaghetti And I got punished for it because my dad called it disgusting and I haven't done it ever since.
2: Good. You shouldn't. It is. It's a little rude.
3: Oh, it's very rude. But I was five.
2: Yeah. Well, that's fine. So. All right. Then we then we get Mitch talking to Rachel, Kristen's sister. And there was something he wanted to bring up with DP that he didn't get a chance to bring up. I really wish he did. I wish we had that footage. But he gets a chance to bring it up with Rachel.
3: I wish he brought it up with DP because it's, it's a safer space to bring it up with an expert who can help him maybe oh, to I make don't. it sound not as bad. It's bad. But he should have 100% brought it up in front of DP.
2: No, he shouldn't have brought it up at all.
3: Well, yes, but if he did and we're here for it, because that's Mitch, he still has issues with her makeup. And I'll tell you what, her makeup is very, very minimal. She doesn't really wear a makeup on her skin. You can tell because you can still see her different skin tones. She has some eye makeup, Mm -hmm. but nothing crazy. I do wear more makeup and I still look natural, I think. And you also like when I look more natural. However, you don't care as long as I don't look like a clown. Sure. (laughs) And I hate that he says that to her sister because Mitch, of course, she's going to tell her. And it's going to sound
0: bad.
2: I almost think that was his intent. I almost think he wanted Rachel to tell her. That's the easy way for her to find out that he's not happy. He doesn't have to be the bearer of bad news. Rachel gets to pass the news along. Yeah, but it's bad. It's worse. Oh, it's so he's an idiot. (laughs) But in his mind, he's probably like, well, tell Rachel. Rachel will tell. Kristen and bada bing bada boom I got my hippie girl
3: well maybe he thinks that okay maybe Rachel brings it out maybe she'll think about it and maybe she'll dress she'll dress down and starts wearing less makeup but it's ridiculous she already wears almost nothing she dresses very like laid back he is a moron
2: yeah um Rachel handled it fine Perfectly, I would, Rachel sounds just like Kristen. They look alike and sound identical. Oh my
3: God, one hundred percent! And Rachel was like, "You know that she doesn't want to make up for you, but to make herself uncomfortable. Oh, comfortable,
2: or for the male gaze." And I was like, "All right, <laughs> Rachel." <laughs> um, yeah, women want to present themselves how they feel best.
3: Yes, and I I totally agree with it.
2: Yes, yeah, for sure. And and Mitch should know that, but it's not going to stop him from trying. And Rachel ends it with, you know, Kristen spent a lot of time wondering if you like her or was attracted to her. My advice to her was actually figure out if you're the person for her. And kind of she yes. flipped it around on Mitch, but he didn't seem faced by it.
3: I think Mitch will come out of this experiment. I don't know if merit, but definitely shocked by the amount of BS. He brought in, and he kind of got smacked on his hands for. Oh,
2: I don't think he'll be aware. I don't. I, I think he's too in his own way. That I he, think
3: he is aware, but I think let's say this doesn't work out. His next girlfriend probably has to be someone more like him. But I think he'll be more, maybe a little, little, slightly more cautious about the way mm. and things he says. All right. I would hope. Come on, mm. let's.
2: Some people never learn. He doesn't seem like the type of person who learns, but who knows? Never say never. All right. Let's talk about our next couple, Lindy and Miguel. They've ditched the baby and they're going axe throwing. And Lindy's to get? Okay. Well, did you see she was actually throwing an axe? Whatever Miguel was throwing was not an axe. He was throwing like a spade shovel.
3: Yeah, I think it's. Uh, it was like a,
2: a child. It was like a childproof axe.
3: Yeah, I feel like if you're not feeling comfortable, which I always wanted to do it, and then I saw this video, and I think you saw it too, when the girl threw the axe and it bounced Ugh. back and it literally flew by her ear behind her. No one got hurt, but after I saw this video, I'm like, uh, absolutely fucking not.
2: And there's always a bar at that place. Yes. It'd be like having a bar at a shooting range. I don't think they have those for obvious reasons. But yeah, you're always throwing axes where there's bottles of whiskey and yeah. beer. It's like, I don't know if that's the best idea. I but think I
3: would throw an axe outside for fun somewhere. Sure. But not at the bar.
2: But why? Yeah. I don't know why Miguel wasn't throwing an axe. That's why I think wasn't. He was just afraid. But that's why I wasn't going in. He's like, oh, you're so much better than me. Well, no, she's just throwing an axe. You're throwing a shovel.
3: Maybe he tried. Didn't he try? Didn't he start with the axe? Maybe it's like a practice thing. If you cannot do the axe, you get the baby axe whatever.
2: Anyway, they finish their axe throwing and they sit down to talk.
3: What is she wearing?
2: What is she? What do you mean?
3: What is she wearing? The whole episode. What was she wearing?
2: Yeah. We'll talk about it when she gets the DP when she was dressed up for Orange is the New Black. It looked like she was going for Halloween as dressed as Orange is the New Black. She What was she wearing here? I didn't even notice.
3: It was like uh an overall, but yeah. but not I I'm all for jeans, overalls or so. This was like super baggy. I would yeah, I would not wear it maybe for the for the house. Not even. What is she she I didn't notice because it, it, it wasn't like,
2: bright orange.
3: It looked like a giant diaper.
2: Oh, I didn't notice.
3: I would put it on a baby.
2: Interesting. Well maybe yeah.
3: I but know. I'm like, what are you wearing? Like This is literally like a, something I would wear but I'm cleaning the house in case I dropped bleach on it. I would be like, well, who cares? It looks yeah. ridiculous. Her
2: fashion choices were very questionable.
3: Bad,
2: bad. So good bad. But for, good for Miguel for letting it happen because Mitch wouldn't. Mitch would have a... say and actually
3: mitch would love it this is very natural she had like no makeup on her hair was in a ponytail and this was a very hippie looking thing as (laughs) whatever mitch used i I I think mitch would be like yes this is beautiful
2: i would have a word with you if you were dressed as she dressed when they had the dp meeting when she was wearing like a orange jumpsuit and a
3: no actually she was wearing since you're talking about it it was the orange um, suit and tie, which was oh, fine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: With uh, the... Head,
3: the with hat, the winter hat.
2: With their hat? What are we doing here?
3: In San Diego. That's
2: what I'm saying. She, she looked like she was straight out of Orange is the New Black.
3: I didn't get that. Honestly, the suit and tie wasn't bad. It was the hat. The hat, It yeah. was
2: one or the... Pick one. Yeah. The, the combination was something else. But okay, they're talking... Of course, they're talking about this hypothetical Lindy keeps having about, well... I'm scared to think about what might go wrong, like what if I really get crazy and you're gonna see me lose it and Miguel's like, Well, you know, as romantic as i am i'm I'm never going to tell you that it's gonna always be okay or not to ever worry because that would be cheap. that wouldn't be the truth
3: she keeps sabotaging herself so bad to yeah. bring up her crazy because let's be honest we all everyone on this planet has something right And when you start dating someone you get to know each other right you probably have more time than these guys and it eventually is gonna come out or not because maybe you had an issue when you were losing your shit with your previous partner because you had a bad relationship mm-hmm. if you're in a good relationship this might not come out so her is right. saying like, oh, you, you haven't seen my crazy yet. What if my crazy comes out? And I think she's sabotaging herself because now he's thinking about it. All right. Uh, when is the crazy going to come out? I don't know if I want to be here for it.
2: Of course. Right. She's she's painting the worst case scenario that doesn't have to be, especially if she is so aware of it. It's one thing if you don't even know that you have this bad attitude or you don't know that you freak out. She's so aware of it. That's all she talks about. That if you're so aware of it, just don't let yourself get there.
3: She, yes. I I honestly, yeah. If she shared something, I'm just going to make it something more serious. Like, oh, just so you know, I have diabetes and here and there and my sugar level might drop. Mm -hmm. I might get dizzy. I might need help. Be aware of it. Yes. I shared something like this with you very early on. So you were aware of whatever issue I have, that's fine. But if I started dating someone, the person kept telling me, wait for me, becoming crazy. I would be like, uh, I don't think I want to wait because the fact that you keep talking about it so much, you probably are crazy.
2: You're probably crazy. And you probably like the idea that you're crazy. The way she talks about it, it's not like she's embarrassed by it. She's almost proud of it. This is who yeah. I, this is who Lindy is. I'm wild. I get nuts. So get ready. It's like no, how about you just don't get nuts? Because clearly you're aware that you can. So just pump the brakes when you feel like you're getting out of control, and we won't have a problem. Yes, you are. Everyone is in control of themselves. There, are, as I've grown up, as I've gotten older, I've felt the same urge that I felt in the past, but. Acted differently. yeah. Like when I was younger, maybe I would yell and get pissed and storm out. And now that I'm older, I'm like, you know what? That's not the way to handle it. Like you're in control of how you react to situations.
3: And also you're with me and I'm very calm. I think I'm very laid back. Sure. I mean, yes, I have my moments, but overall I'm a very chilled person. So that also helps you if you ever wanted to be mad. You're not that mad because I don't react yeah. to it. I don't... I don't respond to you with being crazy
2: fair enough Fair enough. because like i
3: remember once i was telling your parents how calm you are and they were like jonathan is calm i'm like yeah he's very think, calm they don't think i'm calm <laughs> well this is like six years or five years ago yeah and i'm like yeah he's super calm and they were like oh that's that's good so yeah. maybe you weren't calm before but again i'm a different person that who you were with before. Yes.
2: Don't take all the credit. I've matured. I've, a lot of credit. I've, matured, on, okay. I've matured on my own. Yes, but,
3: of course you did.
2: But let's just take some personal responsibility here, Lindy. Yes. And you don't have to get, you can get mad. It's okay to get mad. It's okay to get go through all of the color wheel, all the emotional color wheel. Go through it all. <laughs> but we can keep it in check. We don't have to freak and, and get to 11. We can do it in a healthy way.
3: Or just don't talk about it. If it happens, it happens. Maybe then mention it to him. Like, hey, like, yeah. Sometimes I flip, but I'll try to keep it under control. Don't just say it. I have one thing. This is a little side track, but sometimes I look at people and I think they look like certain animals.
2: Okay. Linda looks Lindy. like a squirrel. Yeah, I, th- I can't I take that. it. She that. looks
3: like a squirrel. Yeah,
2: and she's cute in a cute way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. love it's not, Yeah, it's not but a bad it's thing. Like,
3: Sometimes I see someone. I'm like, "Oh my gosh, this is your like inner animal, a ch- like
2: a chipmunk. Maybe,
3: Maybe a, like chipmunk. a chipmunk, yeah, more yeah, like a chipmunk. yeah, I'm like, this is your inner animal, and he just yeah. like shines out of you. Yeah. Do you do you also do that?
2: No, but oh. I, I mean, sometimes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I agree with that. I could see that. Anyway, so they're talking about this, and, and Lindy is again threatening the eventual explosion that she'll have. Nah. And Miguel says, "Well, I can't, I can't promise." that, I'll I'll always be just calm, cool, and collected. I can't say that you have no reason to ever worry because that'd be a lie. And let me ask you, would you want to be in a loveless marriage? Because that's, that's basically what he's saying. It's like, if I said, oh, you never have to worry, it means, well, maybe we'll get to a point in our relationship where I'm not happy, but we're just going to keep going status quo, business as usual, because We don't want to rock the boat. So we'll just be married and just not be in love and just stay together because it's just easier. And he's saying, well, I don't want to be in a loveless marriage.
3: Well, Lindy said she would have to think about it. And I kind of understand this side of her because of her upbringing. Because she grew up in a very religious family where I assumed divorce was not an option, right? So for her now, it's like divorce is not an option If we don't have, if we fall out of love, we can fix it. For Miguel, it's like, if you fall out out of love, it's hard to pick up, which I can imagine.
2: Yeah. She thinks, oh, we can work our way back to love. Miguel doesn't totally agree with that. And Lindy's like, oh, is that a threat? Like, she takes this as a threat. And Miguel's like, no, it's just, that's the reality, which is the reality. You can't just, you can't say for certain, okay, we'll always be in love. If we fall out, we'll work back. You don't know. Lindy likes to live in this rainbows and butterfly world. She does. But you you don't. You just don't know.
3: And you also, you don't know, let's say, if they fell out of love or one of them because that person cheated or something like that. That's really hard to get back to. Um, Yeah. In general, it would be hard to get back to. But Lindy is a typical millennial. She's very triggered by everything and everyone. So, let's see how they're gonna do, because I think so far, a lot of people on social media are saying they're the only couple who's gonna make it ooh, yeah, everyone uh, is like, yes, they're so perfect they're gonna make it. no issues here. I think a lot of hidden issues are gonna still come out
2: yeah i don't I don't see Miguel saying yes on decision day
3: um I can I don't see know. I see him saying yes because he said he loves her, but if She's going to keep... She's going to change a little when it comes to this negativity and this picturing or bringing up her craziness that's not there yet. Like, don't don't just project.
2: We'll see. New day. Miguel now is with Lindy's friend, Stephanie. He wants a little dirt. Yes. All Stephanie's got is Lindy, Lindy gets hangry. That's about it. That's all that that Stephanie can bring to the table. And that's why I say... Let's stop. Let's stop this. There's no need to hang out with friends if all we are going to get is, well, she gets hangry sometimes.
3: Well, also Stephanie wasn't already helping Lindy because Megal is like, yeah, she can get upset quickly. And Stephanie's like, yeah, I witnessed it. Yeah. <laughs> cut, classic. Cut
2: to the montage of Lindy freaking out over everything. Uh-huh. This, the last names, the insurance, the wedding albums. Yeah. She she does go zero to 60, but it's not these big explosives. No mood swings that she keeps threatening. So I don't know. But yeah, Stephanie's like, Lindy needs reassurance from time to time. And I could definitely see that. Yes. I can, I can agree with that. And Miguel just feels like, well, I don't want to censor myself because Lindy may get upset. Right. He's like, it's not a full blown deal breaker, but it could push us apart if I feel like, well, I can not say what I'm thinking or say how I'm feeling because... It might set Lindy off.
3: You know, at the beginning we thought that Miguel's passion for dungeons and dragons and his oh, yeah. poetry is gonna be an issue because he's just gonna be the weirdo. I it literally that. doesn't come up at all, besides the one time that he put on the costume. Yeah. Like it doesn't come out at, at all. Like he seems very normal.
2: Yeah, he does. Unlike yeah. I, I forget. Jake? Was it who is the guy who had like an eighties obsession? A couple. Of-
3: oh my gosh, Jake! Right, Jake from Atlanta. Yeah,
2: <laughs> like that oh was his personality. Yes. I thought D and D was going to be Miguel's personality, yeah, no. but it's it's not. So then we get Miguel and Lindy. They're meeting with Pastor Cal. Yes. And again, how how did Miguel let her out of the house dressed like this?
1: I don't know. This
2: is something else. We would have a couple words.
3: But also, it's like. If you're so cold, if it's like super cold outside, snowing, and you get inside a building, and you're still cold.
2: No, that was a fashion choice. That was I, not I, I know. Practical. And that's
3: what I'm saying. Why would you wear that hat?
2: It was so strange. Like, so strange. <laughs> and
3: pigtails with it, too. Please. The whole oh. thing. Ah.
2: And just the juxtaposition between Miguel and then that outfit. Like, that was a very, I guess it was hip. I guess that's like New York Fashion Week.
3: Well, it would have been hip if she lost uh, the 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 jacket, just like a tee and the pants, and maybe the hat and sneakers. Yes, I can see that.
2: Okay, all right.
3: But yeah, this whole thing was not okay. It
2: was hard to focus on.
3: Yeah, but they're talking to PC. I wonder how. How, how did these experts decide who they're going to talk to? Because we see PC, we see DP, and we see the new guy yes. as well. So how did they decide who's going to talk to who?
2: I think depending on your problem, there's an expert for that.
3: Well, that makes sense. So they got PC, yeah. talked about McGuindy. They're not ready to have kids yet, especially Lindy. And then Miguel brings up his biggest issue, and it's her negativity, her constant negativity.
2: Yeah, and... You can see her shut down immediately. Yeah. Like she went from feeling good about herself and rocking that outfit to McGill being like, Well, Lindy's negative sometimes. And she just shut down. You could see it in her face. And PC wonders, Well, have you seen the worst in her? And Lindy says, well, He's seen intense characteristics of me. And PC's like, All right, scale of one to 10. How intense? And Lindy goes, 4.5. But she's only been a 10 maybe twice in her life.
3: Yeah, that's That's so
2: dumb. So PC's like, well, you've been, you're how old are you? 30 or whatever? And you've been a 10 twice in your life. So why is your entire personality being defined by these two times Mm -hmm. that you've been a 10? It seems like you're right around where most people are, 4.5, 5, 5, right in the middle. Mm -hmm. And so stop forecasting doom, right? Based on one time that you flipped out.
1: Mm -hmm. but she
2: I think she likes it for some reason she likes being this wild and crazy lindy it's her that's her personality it's like oh I freak out sometimes but then she admits well I don't I freaked out like twice in my life
3: yeah um that was definitely revealing because there is no point of her bringing it up all the time
2: no and I feel like given the stress of the situation giving the the uniqueness of this situation, the cameras, living with a stranger, that she would be dialed up and probably freak out if she really had the tendency to freak mm-hmm. out. Maybe not in camera, but we've seen many seasons where someone will tell the camera, like, when, when you guys aren't here, when the cameras go away, she's a different person. Yeah. She freaks out, right? Miguel's never said that. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like, yeah. Lindy's all of us. She's right there in that 4, 5 out of 10 level. But for some reason, she's always threatening to get to a 10. And PC's just like, don't do that. Like, just why? Why?
3: I think that's the main reason why she's still single. Like, she couldn't find someone naturally. Because I can see her bringing this into her prior relationships. Yeah. But those are relationships that... You go on a few dates, and if you keep saying you're crazy, right. that's it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. All right. I think this is a good place to take a break.
3: Let's do it.
2: When we come back, we'll talk about all the other couples. All right. We'll be back in a second. And we're back.
3: Hello, Jonathan.
2: Hello, Teresa.
3: How's it going? It's going
2: pretty well. We're, we're waiting through this drama. I over know. Here. And Where you're we- ready
3: to talk about our next couple. Justin, Alexis, and a new expert.
2: Oh, no, not yet. Yes. No, we're, we're with um, Justin and Alexis. Oh, yeah, but friend. I mean, oh, in general, oh. in this segment. Oh, sure. Follow, follow, absolutely, Jonathan, absolutely. Follow. I'm having a hard time following you today. You are. Yeah. I wonder why. Yeah, maybe the storm. It's like
3: I'm cruising.
2: Blame it on I'm Ian. I'm
3: cruising. Hey,
2: you're <laughs> doing something over there. Cruising for a bruising.
3: <laughs> but yes, as you said, Justin's meeting well with Alexis' friend.
2: Yes. And Justin says, well, marriage is a beast, but it's good.
3: Yes, he said we have bad times, we have good times, we argue, I fuck up. We, you know, keep going back and forth. Um, But I think Justin still wants to make it work from what he's saying.
2: I guess so.
3: I don't think Alexis is on the same page. I think she's trying. I don't know if she's trying for the cameras or she's trying because she signed up and she just does not want to give up Mm -hmm. without trying her absolute best. Yeah, But... I feel like Justin is trying by saying things, but I don't see him trying by doing things.
2: Mm, it's a little bit of the Nate over there. There's a yes. lot of talk, a little action. Yeah. Well, if you ever told that to Justin, he would go, "I gave up my dog for her." Yes. That's that's a that's a big thing. Although, spoiler alert, and let's let people fast forward ten seconds if they want to. Spoiler alert: one of our friends, and thank you to our friend who sent this in, shared a photo of of Justin walking luna
3: no maya yeah What's his dog's
2: name um so (laughs) so uh i guess they are reunited and it feels so good
3: yes all right um so So that's a little update on maya but
2: i didn't give her away
3: i don't know what will will doesn't have the best judgment in people because will is like you're passionate you're funny you're all the things that she wanted yeah
2: well, he hasn't oh. seen the season yet. The season hasn't come out.
3: True, but Justin, maybe he can be passionate. I guess, uh, yeah, but a little too funny? passionate. Funny? Is he funny? Um, I never. Not my I, type I of never humor. Never a joke.
2: Not my type of humor.
3: No, definitely not. No. Eh,
2: well, it's being nice.
3: But yes, yeah, so I'm like okay. Well, but Justin says I don't even want to make it work. I'll, I'll, I'll try. Well, let's see, Justin. <laughs>
2: All right, let's go to this new expert. It is a new day. Alexis and Justin are meeting up with Devon, a special guest expert. And I'm pretty sure Alexis wants to bang Devon.
3: Yes. She expert had a, of what? Uh, sex. Oh, okay. Sexpert.
2: No, a relationship expert. Uh,
3: okay. But
2: Alexis, I've never seen Alexis smile this much. She had a smile on her face the entire segment.
3: Well, I think because Devon was getting them. Like he was getting it.
2: That's eh, because he's a handsome man.
3: Is he handsome? I
2: think so. I think Alexis wanted to bang Devon.
3: Well, Devon has a wife. Let's just put it out there. I think
2: he was married because I looked him up because I was trying to figure out. He talked
3: about his wife. I
2: was trying to figure out his credentials. He either is or was married to some actress, some celebrity.
3: Well, speaking of being passionate. Yeah. Devon seems very passionate about his job. I think it's Devon. Devon.
2: I think that's what they said. I could be wrong.
3: Okay. Devon seems very passionate. Now when
2: you say it, I'm like, that's wrong. But. All right. If you say Devon. Okay. I, if you say Devon and I say Devon, then
3: Devon. one
2: of us will be right.
3: Right. So Devon, Devon, now I can say it. Yeah. Devon. Very passionate. Very passionate. And for me, after ten minutes, I would I would be like, I need a break from
2: you because you're too passionate for my taste. He was coming in with that freshman energy, right? He was yes. he was new and so he wanted to make himself valuable and make a name for himself he don't want to get lost in the sauce so he knew like this is my moment to shine if i want to get asked back for season 16 i gotta shine
3: i also think that that's his personality sure yeah
2: but he's not he can't be as comfortable as pc or dp who have been there for 47 seasons he's kind of (laughs) got to make a name for himself right off the bat and i think that's what he was doing
3: yes so he's helping them he's there to help them out right D.P. And PC, they caught him up the speed so he knows what's going on. He knows the issues. Yeah. So let's dive into the club conversation.
2: Immediately with the clubbing. And Alexis is just saying, well, I have a tough job and I'm in, I'm in control so much. So I just want to let my hair down. I, I want to be free. And I'm, I'm free on the dance floor.
3: Yes, and she feels smothered by Justin.
2: Yes, which is not what he wants to hear. He doesn't want to be the smothering type.
3: Let me ask you this. So Devon is asking Alexis, like, what do you want? Like, what do you you want? What would make your marriage
2: feel like the club?
3: Yes, and Alexis is like, I want to do everything that life has to offer. (laughs) I want to hike, I want to travel, I want to do extreme Extreme sports." sports. And then he goes to Justin, he's like, Justin... Do you, do you love hiking? He's like, I do. Do you like traveling? He's like, I do. Do you love extreme sports? I do. <laughs> and then the camera goes to Alex's, and she has like this smirk on her face basically saying, no, you don't. J-
2: Justin probably thinks flying a kite when it's like extra windy <laughs> is an extreme sport. Oh, winds above 15 miles per hour. Someone call the X Games. Yeah, I, this is not a personality trait I've seen from yeah. him, but if he says it, but it, forget it. Even if he does love it, it's more about trying it. Yeah, if that's what she's into, and he's never done it,
1: as long as yeah, as long I'm as sure. he try
2: like Jenny and submit. Yeah, like, I don't think she's ever ziplined before, but she gave it the old college try, and then look at her fly down that zipline.
3: Yeah, no, for sure. And then I think Devon kind of pokes them a little harder, and Justin is. Says, I'm afraid to lose her if she's going to keep clubbing. That's why I don't like her going clubbing because I'm yeah. just afraid. And Alexis looks at him. She's like, finally, yeah. finally admitted it. Right. Which, Which is, is great. Yeah. Of
2: course, it's the truth. The, no, no question about it. That's why he doesn't care if she was busy at work. It's because, oh, you're at a place where there's yeah. other men and you're drinking. And yeah, it, it's complete insecurity. And then they get into the lack of sex. Yes. And Devon says, if a, couple's, if a couple's not having sex, it's usually because of an imbalance of power. And Alexis is like, yeah, that makes sense because I dominate in my job. So I want to be dominated in the bedroom.
3: And Justin does not seem like a dominating type. And he said he isn't unless he feels like it's wanted. But if she once said... I still don't see him being the dominator. See, I had a
2: question about this because I thought we heard on a past episode that like he tried to get physical and like he was trying to put the moves on and she shut it down.
3: Yeah, I feel like it has to be, it just has to be natural in a way. And yes, I don't have to explain it, but it has to come naturally yet. She needs to want it too. She needs to want him. And if he's trying to have sex with her, maybe he's try- The trying part isn't being dominated. Maybe he wants. She wants him to pull her head and flip her around and just bang no, her. No,
2: I don't think she's into him. I think well, that's, as, that's what I'm saying. It's as simple as that. That's what
3: I'm saying. So him trying, however, being dominated or not, or being the dominator, she's gonna push him away.
2: Yeah, right. And that's what he's saying is I don't feel the energy, which is good. Like if you're not feeling that she's going to be accepting of it, don't dominate.
3: Also, the fact that he's a virgin, that whole thing is already.
2: He's not a virgin. Well. He's celibate.
3: Yes. That whole thing just sounds like. I mean,
2: like, he could be a virgin for all we know, but. Yes. this whole
3: That whole thing just sounds like, yes, yeah, like he this guy is not going to give me what I want.
2: Perhaps. Not for very long. What do you mean? Well, if he hasn't had sex in a while, he's probably going to Oh, Yeah, end. but it's
3: all about, it's not just about sex. It's about the whole thing. Got
2: it. Got it. All right. Let's move on. Speaking of sex, let's talk about Stasha and Nate.
3: And let's talk about outfits because someone is shining over here and it's not Stasha. Oh, I didn't, it's Nate.
2: I didn't make a note. What, what was the outfit?
3: He was wearing a hat. Oh, yeah, the hat. And like a black shirt and a gray coat. He looked oh, really yeah. good. yeah.
2: Oh, I thought you meant an actual, physically, like, shiny material. No. Okay.
3: <laughs> you are really not following me tonight. We said
2: someone's shining, and I thought, all yeah, right. Yeah,
3: we always say I shine, you oh, shine. Well, true.
2: Maybe I'm not following you tonight. I don't know. Um, yes. Yeah, so PC brings up this exercise, and he's like, you know, it was a little embarrassing to me, that sexercise. Sex size. So like, you didn't have to ask for a copy of the tape, PC. We know how, you, how dirty you are.
3: I'm sure PC went and installed that swing himself. <laughs> yeah,
2: PC's like, send me a link. <laughs> Let me check this out. Yeah, PC is, come on. We, we know who you are, PC. Um, but Astasia says, yeah, I feel like I've made a commitment. I feel like there's love. And PC is like, so you just said you love him. Have you told him you love him? And Sasha's like, yeah. But Nate has not said it back. Nate, is, Nate has not said he loves her. Although he says, I tell her I admire her.
3: Which is good too. You cannot say I love you if you don't feel it. You should I'll tell you that.
2: You shouldn't. I feel like people do.
3: Yes, yes, people do. But I do appreciate Nate for waiting for the right time when he feels it because the fact that she said it to him, okay, great. But that's how she feels.
2: The interesting question that PC posed was, have you ever felt like saying it but stopped? And Nate was like, yeah. I'm like, oh, well then – you just admitted it, that you do love her then.
3: Yes, but if you stop like, for about whatever us. reason, for yeah. whatever reason, it means there is something in between the love and yourself. I
2: don't know if I buy that. Think about us. Like, we said it after, I don't know, eight months or however yeah. long it was. but we, once, It was
3: ten months, but sure.
2: Once we said it, we had both been like, whoa, we've been thinking about saying it for so long. Like, I don't think... I don't think we fell in love the night we said it. I think we were in love before we said it. Of course, it. We,
3: just, we were in love.
2: So that's what I'm saying. Is he? It's it's such an interesting question. Have you ever felt like saying it but then stopped? And he's like, yeah.
3: But here is the thing, right? We dated for ten months. We were building up the affection and all that. I st- I started having feelings for you early on, oh, and the feelings, feelings kept growing and growing, and probably. I don't know, three, four months prior, I'm like, I guess this is love because I don't think like, I've ever been in love before, but yeah. because I asked you to be my boyfriend, <laughs> I was waiting for you to tell me, okay. I love you first. And then guys, we said it before, we got really wasted. One of us said it first, we don't know, but we just kept yelling it out loud. I love you. No, I love you. And
1: so <laughs> it was, a, this, very, it was a mutual
3: thing. Yeah. Again, I don't know who said it first, but I felt it. You felt it. We felt it for a while. Otherwise... If you said it but I didn't feel it, yeah. I wouldn't say it back.
2: Right. And that's the big difference here is that Stasha has said it and Nate hasn't. So that's real that really says something. Forget about feeling it and not saying it. If someone says it to you and you don't say it back, it's like you're teed up for it. They're basically they're basically making it as easy as possible for you to finally say it because there's no question, are they gonna say it back? Do they love me? Yeah, she just said she loves you, and you're still not saying it back? That's what makes me go, oh, he doesn't love her. It's not the fact that he thinks it but doesn't say it. It's the fact that she says it, and he doesn't return it.
3: True, but there's also, as I learned, a difference between loving someone and being in love with someone. Mm, Maybe she mm -hmm. loves him, but is she in love with him?
2: That's a good question. That's a good question.
3: Love is a strong word. I said it many times, and I think Nate kind of vibe vibes it the same way as I do, that you cherish the word and you only use it for a special person or a special item, I guess. I love my mumak and oh, I love boy. you. Different love. But <laughs> he, he just doesn't want to say it if he isn't feeling it 100%. Even if he feels it 99% and there is 1% that's stopping him, yeah. that's fine. Don't say it. Get to the point when you actually feel it. Because if you say, oh, I love you, And then two weeks later, you're like, that's that's not love. It's hard to break it off once you say, I love you. That doesn't make any sense.
2: Yeah. And they're also working with this condensed timeline, obviously. So we're six weeks in. That must play a part in your thought process of like, even if you feel it, you must tell yourself, it's only been six weeks. Could I really love her? Is this really, it's only been six weeks. For us, it had been 10 months or whatever. So I felt comfortable going, Yeah. We've road-tested this thing. I I can certainly say I love this person after that long because we've been through a lot at that point. Yeah. After six weeks, you might go, I don't know. How could I really be in love this quickly?
3: And again, it was 10 months in making. This was six weeks. That's nothing. Yeah, that's what You I'm didn't saying. even meet my <laughs> friends until like two months in. Same for you. Like, you didn't meet your family until six months in. Like We took our time. And again, this is the two of us, guys. Everyone is different, right? But we took our time to really know how we felt.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Which we have the luxury of doing on this show. You're getting poked and prodded and producers saying, do you love her? So it's a different circumstance. But long story short, Stasha says she loves him. Nate is still holding back. Yeah. But then we learned something we didn't know or I didn't know. Stasha's cheated. Okay.
3: 10 plus years ago.
2: This is why she has no trust, though. Mm. She can't trust herself. So now she can't trust other people.
3: Well, she was cheated on and she also cheated. No,
2: she, she can't trust herself. She, Stasha is everything she's afraid of and she's mm. putting it on other people. She's the cheater. That's why she's like, oh, I can't trust people because I can't trust even myself. Well,
3: I think it's all of it. Like she's afraid of being cheated on. Maybe she's afraid of cheating. I don't, I don't think that, to be honest.
2: I don't, I don't mean she's going to cheat again. But I think you go, well, if I can do it, if I mm. could cheat, anyone can.
3: I mean, she's very pretty, so I can see that. What?
2: That she has opportunity? Yeah. That's not what I'm saying. I'm, I'm saying she is someone who has cheated. So if she can be a mm. cheater... Then anyone can Don't you hold well, yourself to a high standard? And so if I, if even I am not perfect, then how do I expect someone else well, to be perfect? Well,
3: true. And this was a big, big no-no for Nate because he's like, I yeah. didn't know she cheated and I don't like it. Of course not. Yeah.
2: Especially because it's just coming out now. Yeah. Right. Because I think she does hold herself to a certain standard and makes herself seem like, oh, I, I am pretty perfect. Yeah. Because on all other aspects, she is pretty perfect. Yeah. Right? But so now now we're finding that, well, not everything is as it seems. And Nate's not thrilled about it.
3: No. And then they meet their friends. First, Nate's meeting Aya and Tam- Tamika. I think
2: it's her family members. It's her cousin. And it's, yeah, Nate's meeting up with Stasha's family
3: members. And telling them about the cheating discovery.
2: Yes. And he says, I don't have enough context to know Stasha Fully, which is a wise, mm-hmm. a wise remark. And so when he hears these negative stories, he he gets more biased, which it's something I've said time and time again on this podcast for different situations is you, you don't know this person mm-hmm. that long. And so everything you know about them has way more weight than if you knew them for 10 years. Because there's so much more to balance out the good and the bad, so when you hear one bad thing, it's like, well, I've only heard a few good things. Mm. If you knew him for ten years, you know a thousand good things, and then there'd be one bad thing. So I thought I was like, that's right. You don't have enough context in our fully, so now all these things are weighing on you even more.
3: Yes, but what's gonna be weighing on Stasha is. If he doesn't say the L word by decision day. Because the ladies are saying that will be a deal breaker.
2: Yeah, but he says it's growing. Yes. He says it's growing. And yeah, they think, well, you better tell her or she might close down. Yeah. So then Stasha meets up with Nate's friends and says things are going well.
3: It's steady and someone they didn't put his name up or I missed it.
2: You may have missed it. Yeah. Um, It's going well, although Nate doesn't say He loves me. He says he loves things about me, but not me directly. And I don't know why he won't say that.
3: And apparently Nate doesn't say to anyone. They never heard him to say to anyone but his family.
2: Right. Stasha makes a comment that, whoa, a 35-year-old man who's never been in love, how will he know if he's in love? Like this freaks her out that, oh my God, he's gone 35 years and he hasn't said the L word, hasn't admitted to being in love. How will he know? I would take the opposite side. Yes. I would say he'll know easier than anyone if he's actually in love because someone who says, oh, I love you when they're 16 and just keeps saying I love you ever since then mm-hmm. has this really low bar of what love is. Mm-hmm. And so it's just easy to fall into and easy to say it. He's going to know for sure when he says that word that he actually means it.
3: And that's exactly how I felt. I yeah i've i don't think i don't think i know i've never been in love before i had a high school boyfriend but it (laughs) wasn't love
1: right right right.
3: and we may we may have said it but it was like uh,
2: i'm just joking yes but
3: it was very different if i think back when i was 16 and we were literally breaking up every two weeks yes no no kidding and then i dated i never had any feelings for anyone and then i met you that's Very, very, very different. Very, very different. And that's why I do cherish the word. And if Nate is the same, if he dated someone in high school and said, I love you, or he wanted to get laid and said, I love you Mm -hmm. too, girl, in his early 20s. Now he's older and he knows better.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think when he says it, there'll be authenticity to it. Yeah. When Stasha says it or other people who are just use the word so much more freely, I think that's the worst, the worse side mm-hmm. to take. Yeah, you should, you should cherish it. So I think her fears are unfounded, but she's entitled to them. All right, yes. let's move on to probably the last time we'll see Morgan and Ben.
3: Well, I'm sure they'll together. pop in again. For some reason, I'm not shocked.
2: About...
3: So let's talk about it. They're talking to DP. I mean, and- I barely
2: recognized Morgan without her scrubs on. I was like, is, <laughs> is that Morgan? I thought she was a nurse.
3: Well, she showed <laughs> us that you can Google it. So she is oh a nurse. Oh my gosh. She is a nurse. It's a public record.
2: It's her insecurity. She's so insecure for whatever reason. And this was just the telltale sign of it. Having to show us on her phone that she has a nursing degree. She's so insecure and she's taking it out on Ben. Like someone who is more secure with themselves and with their career and where they're at, I don't think would let this ruin a marriage.
3: Well, to be honest, if Ben didn't question her being a nurse, I don't think she would go that crazy. No,
2: she wouldn't. But it's her insecurity that led her to this. Yeah. Right. It's fine that he he tested the waters in a way. He poked and he prodded unintentionally and he saw the response, her freaking out, going zero to a million Pulling up her phone, yeah. right? That's insecurity. That's she should just be confident in herself enough because she's achieved a lot. She has a great yeah. job. She's
3: helping people. Helping
2: people. She's educated, right? She should just be confident in that. But the need to pull it up on her phone and show the camera shows a lack of confidence. Like she she felt like she needed to prove something to people. Yeah. And I think that insecurity. That's what led to the demise of this relationship. It had no, very little to do with what Ben did. It was her, just her mm-hmm. insecurity.
3: You know, why I said I was in shock because on the previous season, we saw, what's what was her name?
2: Mm-hmm. You're not giving me a lot to go <laughs> uh, off
3: of. The horrible person.
2: Oh, Alyssa.
3: Alyssa and Chris, right? When chris asked for an early divorce i was like oh my right. gosh like this is this is crazy but she was crazy already she was out of control for ben and morgan i almost like i was like okay they're not gonna wait they're not gonna wait until decision day this is gonna end because she's not even giving him a chance to apologize he's probably not apologizing the way she wants it. this is gonna end and when they said yes we want to get a divorce i was like okay cool Moving on.
2: Yeah. I wish they stuck it out. I mean, two more weeks.
3: I wish they stuck it out. And I, oh, I just think that Morgan is too stubborn.
0: She's she, definitely stubborn. She
3: doesn't see left or right. Like, she doesn't want to look for a compromise. Like, she got mad. Rightfully so. If he questioned her whole being, no, okay. That's,
2: no, that's an overreaction. That's an overreaction. I'm sorry.
3: Well, yes, yes.
2: Especially in this circumstance. Like, this is a stranger. He To go back to Nate and Stasha, he's really got no reason to fully trust you. Like, I know we should go in with trust until you're given a reason not to trust, but it's okay to question people that you don't know.
3: Yes, but the way he did it, and I remember back on the honeymoon, he... Didn't just question her job. He questioned her as a person because she comes from a broken family. Like did, that was he, bad. did he or
2: did she say no, that?
3: No, he he was. We like, heard yeah. him say that.
2: I thought she. I thought she said. Oh, Ben said X, Y, and Z about. No, me. Ben
3: said. <laughs> ben said. Well, I'm all for family values. I I'm all for family. I come from a full family, and I don't know, like you. You know, you grew up just with your mom. Like, I don't know how that's going to kind of uh, show in our family life. Can you be a family person? Like, yes, he said something in the sense that I was like, oh, my gosh, like what an asshole. And this was this was on him. But then what followed, I think she was just so hurt by this that every single time he said something else, she became this very strong personality that he, he became afraid of. So he kept going to Justin and she blamed him that he's lying to her and it became this vicious circle <laughs> that they never were able to come out of.
2: Yeah, he can't get out of his own way, which is yeah. the issue. Like every time he tries to do the right thing or say the right thing, he just fails and it's not for a lack of effort. He's trying to be the good guy. He just can't. So I just can't imagine he's actively Trying to hurt her, hurt her or...
3: No, he's not. Or be
2: malicious. He's just... He's ill-guided and he just can't get out of his own way. He's
3: awkward. Yeah. And he... What's the word? He doesn't have a perspective. He doesn't have a... What's the word I'm looking for? I literally just said it in my head.
2: I don't know. You should say it out of your mouth next time.
3: I know. But you were talking, oh. uh, he doesn't have a... Oh when boy. you are... Oh, boy. <laughs> taking advantage. No, when you're uh-huh. taking, ah, I literally forgot the word.
2: Okay, explain it in another way. So. He can't get out of his own way. He's awkward. He.
3: He doesn't have a confidence. He doesn't have
2: confidence. He doesn't have. Ah. Uh, what does he do?
3: Like, he. He. He says one thing, one minute, and the next yeah, time uh, when someone else, someone yeah. else says something else, he's like, oh, yeah, I agree. Right. He doesn't right, have an opinion. Right.
2: He doesn't have his own well, opinion. He's, he's trying too hard to please. But
3: that's wrong. As an adult, you should stick to what you think is best. Even if you get called out on it, okay, then you figure it out. But... Going into this, right? He's like, yeah, I hope we can still make it work. I'm not ready for this to be over. I would be the only person who's not a doctor and is (laughs) divorced on top (laughs) of that. And then two minutes later, Morgan is like, yes, I want to get a divorce. And DP's like... How about you, Ben? He's like, yeah, I do want to get a divorce. Marriage is not for me. Blah blah. Yeah. Two minutes ago, you said you don't. So what is it, Ben? Well, he knows. Which one he is he it? He
2: knows the writing's on the wall. It's over. So oh, just give her this, what she wants. The thing.
3: He knows that he wants the divorce, but he's even afraid to say it out loud when it's just him in case That's his true. dad is watching.
2: That's true. He's too worried about other people. Yes. He's too worried about taking or making other people happy, or worried about what other people are going to think about him. And that's the whole, yeah. I'm not a doctor. That's the whole, I don't want to say, say something to upset you. I'll just say what you want to hear, even though if it's not what I want to hear. If you need a massage, I'll give you a massage. Like, yeah, he's so worried about other people's perception of him. Remember when you, you brought up, we thought Miguel's storyline was going to be Dungeons yeah. and Dragons. Remember when we thought this was going to be like Ben's Cheap? Yeah. We thought that was going to be the storyline. Never got there.
3: No, he's uh, he's trying using his money. I don't never got that's, there. That's not the issue. But at
2: least he doesn't have to pay for a divorce attorney.
3: True, and DP is not surprised. She's like, "All right, let's um, let's divorce you guys."
2: <laughs> yeah. All right, then we have a group hang, a little group hang, a little pool party at the apartment. Yes,
3: and it's gonna get wild. It's
2: gonna get wild because Morgan and Kristen are talking and. Kristen's trying to keep the peace
1: Mm -hmm. because
2: she knows. She knows what Mitch said because Rachel spilled the beans about makeup gate. And Kristen thinks, like, this is wild that Mitch would tell my sister about my appearance.
3: Yes. And so they chit-chat a little bit and then everyone sits in a circle and kind of talk about the relationship. And so Morgan and Ben share that this is their last date. It was his, this is their decision day and they decided to get a divorce, right?
2: It's bittersweet. I'm trying to figure out my life. Maybe I'll leave San Diego, continue therapy, find Mrs. Wright
3: Oh, man. But Morgan is like, I don't even want to be his friend. I mean, he never really he truly apologized. It's like, Ugh. come on. Like he did apologize so many times. Like just
2: Maybe he didn't to her, to be fair. True. We never really saw a well, because we wouldn't, because cameras would be there. But Morgan's point was, he's never said sorry just to me. Yeah. It's always been in a group setting, so maybe he hasn't, and that's Maybe shitty. he hasn't. And yeah, that's shitty if he hasn't.
3: Yeah, but the, Ben does have some issues he needs to work on. Morgan does too. So we wish them the best. I hope Ben can find his own voice.
2: Good luck, because it's
3: important. Yeah. And then Stasha takes over, super happy and positive. Mm-hmm. He had a great chat with PC. He gets them, right?
2: Nate's growing.
3: Nate's growing. It's, it's all it's good. amazing. And Linda and Miguel, like, things are all good. good. McGint is gone. Yeah. Same old, same old. Alexis and Justin talked about intimacy with Devon, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. And Alexis needs a dominant energy and Justin needs to feel comfortable.
2: Yes, but still in love. Still and, in
3: love. And, uh, and it's all good,
2: although Justin is not sure about decision day right now, but he still says, I think things are good. And Alexa says, if there's ever a question to choose between me and whatever else, though, well, maybe he should choose the whatever else because I shouldn't be a question. So they play like things are good, but maybe things aren't that good.
3: Not that good, but speaking of not good. Okay. Kristen and Mitch the main event. are shiny stars.
2: Everyone's shining tonight.
3: Yeah, so... They met with DP for a second time and Mitch is like, I think she gets us. We always meet with her a second time this week. Uh, <laughs> DP knows what's up, right? Yeah. And Alex. Oh, boy. Oh, Alexis. Poking the dragon. She poked the dragon because she's like, so, I mean, now like, you know, you had issues with her wearing makeup and dressing up. So everything's good now. Now you're okay. And Wait, did they, I say that? Did
2: I say that in the beginning? They
3: Zoom on all of these ladies and they all know. And Lindy's like, yeah. Everyone's like, holy
2: shit. I can't believe Mitch didn't know that that got out. Like he was trying to play like he never said it, yeah. let alone saying it earlier in the day or the day before. He was trying to play like he never said it six weeks ago. Yeah. And everyone's like, no, we heard, we heard you say that, Mitch. We all know.
3: Even the guys.
2: Yeah, everyone. Yeah. And Morgan's like, well, where are you at with that now? And Mitch is like, well, I oh, don't, I don't know yet. When we talked to DP, one thing I wanted to bring up was decision day and what that meant to each of us. But I don't know. And Kristen goes, well, I think we're both undecided. And I wonder if I could be Mitch's wife. Can, can I be who he wants me to be? And more recently, I wonder, is Mitch who I want?
3: Yeah. Everyone's like, yeah. Which girl. is right out of
2: Rachel's playbook. That's,
3: oh, yeah. that's I mean, what she it's told. True. It's true. It is
2: so you true. Gotta, you should always think that.
3: Yeah. It's not
2: one-sided. A relationship is two-sided. Is, is he who I want?
3: And hello, hello, oh, all boy. of the experts join and oh, they're like, boy. we've been listening.
2: <laughs> they're always, they're always listening.
3: And Devin once again talks to Alexis and Justin, get to know someone
2: else. Well, he's got a relationship with them now. I guess. Alexis is still giving him those sex eyes. Alexis wants to bang Devon. Um, but he says, you know, you could make it easier for Justin when it comes to intimacy. Yeah. And apparently they already have. Apparently Alexis says, well... We're working on it. He's he's come and he's talked to me, and and we're progressing down that path. So that's good. Although Devon thinks Justin has zero confidence for whatever reason, he just keeps harping on the fact like Justin, you gotta you gotta be more confident.
3: I I, I agree. He has no confidence. He says things. Because he's not confident. When he said his penis is huge, oh no confidence. Oh like who says that? <laughs> confident people don't say, right. Yeah, girls want me because of no, uh right. down it's, there. They call me the tower. It's like uh, God. it's
2: a facade. He's trying to exude this confidence. Yeah. Yeah, he also it, it, that's that's his version of showing his nursing degree is talking about his big penis. He
3: has penis. a nursing degree? This
2: one is his version. How uh, Morgan has a uh,
3: little confidence.
2: His version see, is... i not
3: following you either. <laughs> oh, boy. I
2: better wrap this thing up. Um, but DP reads the room and is like, "Kristen, Mitch, did something happen? And Kristen's like, well, Mitch, based on your one-on-one with my sister, are you over your initial issues with your attraction to me? Because what I heard is you're not.
3: Yes. Oh, apparently Mitch wants me to be more natural, dressed down, and to quote him, more of a surfer and a hippie style.
2: Mitch is like, well, uh, I, I told your sister I'm I'm most attracted to you when when you're natural. And DP is like, well, in some ways that's a big compliment. You you are very attracted to her, her or no? Are you very attracted to her? <laughs> he, she asks, and Mitch is like, I'm attracted to her not very yeah maybe you didn't hear me when I asked are you very attracted to her
3: and at first he's like trying to play down and Christine's like you literally just had this conversation with my sister she just told me on the way here like what what are you doing right yeah and she's like this is this is just upsetting Dr. Pepper
2: it's embarrassing, wish it, it is. This it is, is so brutal for Kristen to be yeah. sitting. And Dr. Pepper even says, well, I wasn't going to ask. I, I asked because I thought you were going to say, yes, I'm very attracted. Yeah. So now you're making me look like an asshole. You're making yourself look like an asshole. You're embarrassing Kristen. Yeah. And everyone's just sitting there like, this is I awkward. Know. And
3: then Kristen is like, instead of trying to get to know me through my sister and get a different perspective, you're trying to change me through her. Yeah. Like it's so wrong. And it is. And DP is like trying to make it smooth it out, saying we can work on it. It's all good. Oh, she goes no. like, Chris is like, let me stop you right here, <laughs> Doctor Pepper.
2: DP off.
3: Let me stop you right here. She's like, I love this. I love the process. I'm a big fan. She's like, but I want someone who accepts me for who I am, yeah, and not someone who's gonna try to change me like this. Well, and every, it's so true. What set
2: her off, I think, is everyone keeps praising Mitch. Because he's come a long way. Yeah. Oh, Mitch, you used to not be attracted to your wife and now you're coming around. Yeah. And he's getting all the praise, but he's really not deserving of it because maybe it's a lie or maybe it's only like half growth. Like he hasn't really grown into the man who loves his wife, but everyone's praising him. And was like, enough with that shit. Like I came in a full woman, so excited about life. I want someone excited when I walk into a room. I want someone who thinks I'm beautiful when I have a little bit of makeup on. Stop stop giving him all the love Yeah, because he's not giving me any love. And she goes, I'm done.
3: Yeah, and I mean, she's like, I feel a little, blindsided. a little blindsided. And she like lost it at him. She's like, I'm done. And DP's like, well, I hope you guys
2: can talk <laughs> later. <laughs> uh, my, my time is done here. I think uh, I got I to oh go now. Oh, my God.
3: It was so good. But I'm all, I'm 100% team Kristen, and I love that she's speaking up. That was so yes. good. Yes. Empowered.
2: Yeah, yeah. She's stayed quiet and tried to appease Mitch yeah. for too long, and I don't really know why he's not that great of a catch.
3: He's not. But I feel bad for her because she went through some bad heartbreaks, and she seems like a great catch girl and yeah. even when she's mad and she keeps saying all this she's still so mature about things she's not like losing shit she's losing shit but not in an immature way that she would yell and do all this and be rude right yeah she says what she yeah. thinks and this i love it yeah
2: yeah but no team, Kristen. TV. team Kristen. all right that's it that's the episode we made it the power is still on for now
3: still on for now all
2: right knock it let's Let's, wrap it up let's wrap it up while we still got power thank you guys for listening we hope you enjoyed the episode we hope you enjoyed the podcast we hope you enjoyed it all follow us on instagram at married to reality pod check out the patreon patreon.com slash married to reality again wait until october 1st wait until saturday to sign up
3: saturday guys
2: then we're going to switch things over and you can sign up whenever you want uh thank you again for the reviews if you haven't left one please do we love when you guys leave those reviews. And make sure you're following the podcast, all right? If you're not following the podcast, it's so easy to do. You'll get every podcast we drop right to your device. You won't have to think about it. You don't have to look us up. So follow the podcast or wherever you listen to podcasts. Just smash that follow button.
3: Guys, smash it like it's as hot as Kristen with or without makeup.
2: There you go. Now, that is a great smash like it's hot. That's a great one. I
3: Here's, know, but where I- were
2: you, Where were you an hour and a half
3: I ago? See- the yeah, i'm that no, no, one, no one
2: listens to this
3: and that's see- it i'm hoping people are no listening one listens
2: i can see we can just talk about whatever we want now because no one listens to this so i can see the engagement uh-huh. on an episode very strong engagement all the way through and then just plummets the last 30 seconds because everyone knows what we're gonna do here everyone knows I know. ah. you should have saved it.
3: well for those who are listening yes <laughs> I, if i set it up front i feel like i would just set it set it all like i would like set the mood for the episode if I just smash this. Yeah, it been, it would've,
2: we would have been shot out of a cannon. It would have been stronger, probably.
3: We were shot out of the cannon.
2: <laughs> all right, let's leave.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's end this. All right, thanks for
2: listening, guys. I've said it all. Have you said it all? I've said it all. You saved it for the end to say it all. But all right, we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.